three hours later, I have no idea where I am or what's going on. I don't even I don't even see the bird anymore. I can't see him anymore. Wow! It's League Gap Podcast. It's a League League Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to the Leaky McLead Face Potty McPodcast, the only podcast that asks the question, Rob, who's going to be in the fantasy football playoffs of only our league for an audience of no more than 12 people? Twelve. It's growing all the time. The dirty dozen, I like to say, Stephen. Uh, who's going to be right. in the playoffs? If you get, if you oh, get one more, it's the dirty baker's dozen. Ooh, Baker Mayfield. No, he cannot have a dozen people on the field. That would be a penalty. Um, It'd also I, be horrible if the offense started a play with 12 men on the field. That that does seem like something the Browns would do. I was just trying to bring it back to sports. Who's going to be in the playoffs? Man, it's it's the question of the week. Isn't it? It's the final week, Stephen. Big week. It's the last week of the regular season. We have three weeks of playoff fantasy football which does mean we'll have a championship on week 17 which is a whoopsie on my part i think that's fine my team is more than ready to uh, perform in the championship uh week 17 that's why we roll deep uh with everyone who, who needs to be a competitor during that week so i'm ready yes yeah, so hopefully with week 17 we'll have more teams um competing we won't have big players out we'll fix that next year that's not going to be a big change but plan accordingly there may be some pickups you want to get maybe move off of those teams that may clinch playoff spots or have some have a clinched home field advantage or buys so uh plan accordingly for that but today we're going to look at uh, the power rankings playoff projections playoff storylines that are coming up next week no podcast instead at this time which is not when you're listening to this but when we're recording this at 7 30 on tuesday uh we're gonna do some sort of christmas party we're all gonna get on we're gonna play jackbox games it should be a good time um i hope you guys can make it let me know i'll be posting about it since uh for the next week so i'm hoping it'll be fun you don't have plans on tuesday night let's be honest no there's No. no football Church is no. usually Wednesday nights. Yep. You know. And those are the two things you should be doing. Yeah. What Church, else are you going to do? Football. That's Fencing? It. You're like in a fencing league? No. Yeah. I don't know. But... You know who else is, is nodding in agreement is our Better Know League Mate guest tonight, Dan Duncan. Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing, doing well. Doing well. Thank you very much for that. Uh, the applause was, was, was great. Right, there was applause. You're going to throw that in there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, we'll add it in post. Great, that'll Rob, I'm not that'll really help me out. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. This podcast. There. Yeah, it's. I gotta. I gotta stroke my ego here. So please, if you just insert the applause and the laugh tracks, that'd be great. Thanks. Way too much post production, Dan. That's way too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not going to be like last week where I just said I give up. I'm not editing this. <laughs> I can't put any semblance of form on whatever this podcast was. The people the want the raw. Hour. They want the raw audio, Stephen. They want to know everything about Taylor Heineke and Dan <laughs> oh, Duncan. 
I'm done with Taylor Heineke. I'm telling you that. <laughs> I thought the trade deadline would make it stop, and I should have known better. Wait, Dan, why are you done with, with Taylor Heineke? Did you receive maybe some trades for Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott that um that maybe you, you weren't you weren't too fond of? I yeah, I don't I don't know. I I think we should really take a poll and see how many people how many uh requests trade requests were out there to get Taylor Heineke. I got quite a few. So I think maybe three or four. So um I'd have Just to trying to help out. Uh, yeah, I, I think that if we could <laughs> pull the league and find out that everyone got at least one Taylor Heineke offer. Just trying to I, I, spread the wealth. You're just keeping it friendly. That's right. That's right. And and I, left out of the Taylor Heineke. So the first, the first request I got from Rob, I thought I'd take a funny response route and go, I don't like, I don't negotiate with terrorists. But mm-hmm. <laughs> as the season's gone along, and as he as he continued to send out these trades offers to me, I just i I got to the point where I said, "Yeah, just forget it, man. I'm not I'm not giving you anything." So, oh no, no. There's there's I, I Zach will do business. You'll do business with Zach. Zach will <laughs> make lots of lots of fair trades with you. I don't try not to do business with Zach if I can help it. <laughs> uh, Bryson and I did start sending Rob trash trade requests. True. I think at one point I just sent, um, give me Travis Kelsey. I didn't offer anything in return. I just said, give me Travis Kelsey. And uh, that was his favorite. It, yes. I did not get Travis Kelsey, but. Never heard yeah. Stafford. I thought about Stafford. I thought about sending him quite a few for Stafford, but you know, I just got so busy denying his trade offers that just I just couldn't couldn't do both. So you wanted to stack the uh, Stafford Cooper Cup just every every week. Yeah, well, you know, you got to do something. The running backs and the yeah. wide receivers aren't doing it for me, so. Man, your team, Dan. No, your team, though, Dan. It is. It has made a triumphant uh, race to the to the playoffs. Uh, was there Was there a moment in the past couple weeks where you just flipped a switch on your team, or did you make an adjustment somewhere, or did everyone just start performing better? What What was the big uh, thing that kind of projected you into the to the playoff realm? Would you say? Probably the emails I sent to the players telling them that I need them to do better. Good, good. You know, that some guy in Louisville really needs some improvement from the teams, from his team. So I think that's what did it. Uh, no, I mean, we're, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about this at some point, but I haven't, I haven't done a whole lot of moving or, or shaking. I'm just trying to get a, get a feel for the players and what they're doing. And they just, they did very well for me. And then, uh, two weeks ago, after Thanksgiving, they they all decided they would uh, take a turn for the worst for me in the same week, and uh, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm hoping I get more of the positive and less of the negative. So. I will say it's better to have all those players suck in one week as well as like half of your team decides to suck every week, uh-huh. and they never get on the same page because that's that's not fun, Dan. That's not fun. 
Yeah. I can't imagine. I haven't had that happen to me. That first round draft pick is just going to be incredibly sweet, though, Steven. You're just you're going to enjoy that. Uh, two first round draft picks. Wow. Because I fleeced Bryson. So, oh, yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Bryson, but for the sake of my own team, I will be rooting against you in the playoffs because I want that I want that juicy, juicy draft pick. Uh, so, Dan, we've been talking to you, trying to get you on for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And you've said, you know, I'm busy. You work uh, for the Salvation Army, mm-hmm. effectively known as the Sallies. And you said, once they start ringing bells in Kroger then I can come. So I heard a bell ringing in Kroger and I was too early. It was just some kid that got a bell. But then after Thanksgiving, I heard a bell ringing and I was like, Dan, I sent you a message. We got you on. Have you, have you run any of the Salvation Army bells yourself? Yes. Yes. This year I've only done it once for an hour, but uh, when I was in college, I'd do 11 hour days for two weeks after uh, coming home from school. Yeah. 11 yeah, hour it, days ringing the bell. Wow. Yeah, in Kansas. In Kansas. Uh, it's cold in Kansas. And those, there, are those, there are no trees out there. So that wind comes blowing down there. And so you were outside. One of the, one of the few no, like, times I want to go into Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> so you do play music. Did you play any music while you were ringing the bells? Or did you just. Um... No, so I I figured that if I play music, um, some people will think I'm talented, musically inclined. So they might not be as willing to give as if instead of me looking like I'm pathetic and cold and tired and (laughs) in need of in need of help. Right. So So the idea in my mind was look like the person they're giving money for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and that'll do it without smoking or without bumming a cigarette from someone else because that that that's typically frowned upon. You you, you lose money when pe- when you're walking around asking people who are going to give, hey, can I have a cigarette, please? You don't so want to like play. A <laughs> uh, you, my mom made me play once, you know, because she was effectively my boss. She was in mm-hmm. charge of all those kettles, so she made me play once. We sang once. We had a guy come up to the stand and and. Uh, he uh he decided he was going to give us tips on how to play like and how we could how we could stand in our posture right or or what we could do to open our throat throats up and get a little better articulation. I looked at him and said, "Guy, look where I am right now. I'm standing in front of a kettle. You think this is something like like this is my career here? <laughs> no. Enjoy it. It's free." You didn't even put money in. Just deal with it. Imagine imagine caroling at that guy's house. <laughs> he just no, no, no. Show up to sing jingle bells, and he's like, "No, no, no, yeah. ah, no, 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 no! You're a little off. The pitch is a little off, right?" He just pulls a tuning fork out of his bathrobe. He's like, "All right, with me now." Dashing hmm. through the snow, through the snow. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, but music, I uh, I remember you doing the Salvation Army. Uh, in college um did you also slap a little bass am i remembering that correctly or was it different Uh, yeah um i don't think anybody i know really well that goes to my church or anything or is 
who works with me knows this, so we'll keep it to ourselves. Okay. It's occasionally right. that you play recreational bass is what I call it. Recreational okay. bass. Yeah. Whenever I want, no, no pressure, chill, right? Just like me. I'm a very chill person. Very chill. Not stressed at all. Not so, uh -huh. oh yeah, slap at the bass occasionally, but it's recreational. So slapping the bass is kind of a, a relaxing thing for you. I get it. It's that uh, that crazy recreational funky bass that all those kids are talking about. I dig it. I dig it. You, you kind of sound like you use the 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 bass the way that some people use marijuana. They're like, I I just do it like a little recreationally. Recreational sometimes. bass. <laughs> like yeah, I need to yeah. mellow, you know, I could be pretty high strong. When I need to mellow, it's just a little bit of the bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close the door. Um <laughs> turn light a candle, you know, that kind of stuff. Dan, have you been playing bass in here? Oh no. <laughs> What's this? A string? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not so much anymore. I don't. I don't slap the bass as much anymore. You know, I got, I've gotten older. I've got a kid now. You know, I've got to be a good example. So, yeah. How old? Daughter, right? Yep, I do. Second I do. girl dad podcast. Wow. Yeah. Girl dads. Girls gonna rule the world. It's the best. It's it it's something else. And she's two, so she's at that perfect I'm going to make a fuss about everything stage. So that's been fun to 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 live with. For me. Uh my wife not so much, but I'm enjoying it. Two is not as bad as people make it out to be. No. Which if you're like, oh man, this is really tough. I mean, I've got bad news for you. Four is coming. Yeah. Uh four was rough for us. But two, there's a lot of sweet in two as well. Like my almost two year old was helping me unload the dishwasher, and then didn't want to set me didn't let me set her down because Kelly had left to go somewhere. And so it's mm -hmm. it's both of those things. Uh, my yeah. my four or five year old, she she doesn't even want to really help with anything. She's she's practically fourteen. Don't don't tell Dan about the four four Stephen. He's he's still got hope in his eyes. It's. Beautiful. <laughs> Still that youthful spark. Yes, yes, yeah. That's definitely a, a youthful spark. That that describes me to a T. <laughs> so, Dan, you 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 have um basically been eighty since I've known you. Yeah, yeah. I'm ninety five now. I think. Okay, wow. that's 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 close enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you yeah, say you're I, a boring person. What do you do for fun? Um, Besides the recreational base. Right, right. No, no, yeah. No, I, uh, I bird. I'm a birder. So it's bird watching. Yeah. Yeah. No joke. No joke here. I bird watch for fun. Yeah. So uh, I'll go out to the state parks and I'll do that. I uh, actually uh, went last year and ran into two, uh, two older women, um, uh, Patrice and Joan, and they took me out and we, uh, we did a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I cannot stress this enough. This is not a bit. Oh, he's oh. he's saying this dead serious. This is the, the actual not, Dan Duncan experience. Patrice <laughs> and Joan, they're lovely. They're uh, lovely women. They took me out and get this. They took so I was only going to go for like an hour, and like Patrice 
took us places in the state park. I've never been. And she'd always say, like, I'm a volunteer. I can go here, but you can't. So so just remember that. Okay, Patrice, we get it. You're you know, you're you've got the authority, you've got the power, whatever. Just show me the birds. Three hours later, I have no idea where I am or what's going oh, on. I don't even I don't even see the birds anymore. I can't see them anymore. Like she she hears them and she's like, Oh, that's a the, you know, that's that's a cedar waxwing, or oh look, there's an indigo bunting, and I'm like, Where I don't see them. But she, you know, she, and you know, Jones along with her, just check, 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 checking them off and, and moving along. And thank God after three hours and 30 minutes, I saw something that looked familiar. And I said, listen, I got to get home. So I'm going to, you know, duck out. I'm going to get out and, and go here. They invited me to their bird uh, club though. So I, I'm still considering going. I just haven't had the time yet. So. Oh, you should join the Patrice and Joan Bird Club. I would love it. Please join the Patrice and Joan Bird Club. <laughs> yeah, it does have an official name, but uh, but yeah, I will refer to it as the Patrice and Joan Bird Club. But yeah, that's what I, so I, do, I do. I do birding. I do some woodworking. Uh, you know, I like being outside, so I do outdoors type stuff. And then I translate, of course, Stephen, as, as you would know, translate yes. a variety of ancient texts. Not so much Latin anymore. Uh, Hebrew mostly, but uh, and some Greek, but occasionally I wander back into my Latin roots, and that means something completely different than what um, some people might <laughs> think. What you and I think of. Aviad <laughs> Mtor. Mm. Um, my daughter gets on kicks with certain books, and she's on a kick with a book right now. So tonight, Kelly asked her, Cora, did you want to read Aesop's Fables tonight? And she goes, of course. Who doesn't love Aesop's fables. So <laughs> she is she is right there with us. I'm raising a young classicist. Yes, ex ex excellent. I cannot wait for the day that I introduce my daughter to Hobbitus Illa, the Hobbit in Latin. <laughs> so that, that that'll be a good day. That'll wow. be a good day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this is so a do football you, do you podcast, get my though, right? <laughs> yeah, this is a get to know Dan podcast right now. Oh, right. Okay, right. Okay. Um, Big Lord of the Rings fan. We were talking about it earlier. Do mm. you have you expanded into any other like fantasy reading, fantasy games, fantasy movies or TV shows? What what has piqued your interest in that realm recently? So, I mean, I've tried to. I, I mean, I'm one of these guys is Tolkien is 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 it for me. I have a hard time getting into anything else because I just is fascinated by the man, by uh, by his stories, by uh, the whole thing. I, I uh, was doing Robert Jordan's uh, Wheel of Time series for a yeah. while there. Those books are something else, though. They're so long, and at times I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I think you could get here a little bit quicker than you're getting here. I don't, I don't, you know, some of these details, not necessary, but, uh, I watched the first episode of the show. It looks like it's going to be pretty good. Um, aside from that, uh, no, not really fantasy. Uh, I do occasionally dabble in D and D. Um, and then of I was course, curious I, about that I, I thought you would like it. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, uh, do, uh, board, uh, board games are another hobby of mine. So occasionally if there's a fantasy themed one, I engage in, in that kind of fantastical, entertainment but not pretty well stick to tolkien are you going to watch the uh, wheel of time 
show on Amazon Prime? Yeah, yeah, I'll take it at my own pace. I watched the first episode. It I'm, it looks like it'll be a it'll be a good watch. Um, I was a little hesitant about uh, a fan. I'm not somebody who gets a lot in. You know, I just I'm I'm fine with other people watching whatever they want to watch, but like lots of graphic violence or graphic sex, really not my thing. So I worry sometimes when these streaming services come out with this stuff. Like I know the the Lord of the Rings quote unquote series that Amazon is going to be doing. I know they hired an intimacy coach for that. So, you know, once again, I am not opposed to that being in there. I'm sure it's, it has its place. I'm sure there are plenty of good arguments to make for, for that kind of stuff, but not really my cup of tea. So thankfully there's a fast forward button. It does seem weird to take that into a story that doesn't really focus on that. And if they're trying to like breathe some life into the Silmarillion, that's fine. But, but that's also taking it just even in his other work. It's not tonally what the stuff that Tolkien did. Right. And so I agree that it still seems out of place for, for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, uh, I, what, yeah, I keep busy. What's it been like this year as a uh, Packers fan? It's been something else. It's uh We're gonna leave that long pause in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a it's God been you. I told you all there's gonna be a lot of like weird, strange pauses. Your your phones aren't broken on Klein, so don't worry, your phone's not broken. Um Yeah, it's it's just it's been weird. Um in some ways it's been kind of the usual, right? It's gotten to the point and this this pains me and it stinks but it's gotten to the point where it's almost like oh yeah we're gonna go to another uh nfc championship game so that'll be great um who are we gonna lose to this year right or you know and so it's i i say i say you can tell yeah you can tell you know no no that's not gonna happen but you can tell rob pointed to his hat with the dallas cowboys or star on it you can tell i'm gonna win the nfc dan it's okay yeah, I'm a spoiled sports fan when I'm complaining about my team going to another NFC Championship game just to lose. But it's gotten to that point. It's getting, I mean, this is absurd now. And so part of it is is business as usual for me, right? Like, oh, great, the Packers are doing great. We've got a great team. Yeah, smallest violin in the world. we got a great Small team. Small violin for you, Dan. Is it, is, it, is it going to be great when it really counts to be great? That's the big question mark. So that's business as usual. But then you throw in the drama of uh, of Aaron Rodgers, which in some ways is business as usual because the media and Aaron himself love the off-season drama, the off-season Aaron Rodgers drama. Every, I mean, and I've gotten used to it, and I think the Packers fans have gotten used to it. Once the season ends – the drama begins and it usually heightens around June or July where Aaron Rodgers is on all the time. They're talking about where he's going to go or what he's doing or who he's dating or or how upset he is. When uh, LaFleur became coach, it was, oh, they hate each other, blah, blah, blah. And they blow everything out of proportion. Um, and so the, that, that kind of drama is business as usual as well. But then there's the whole Aaron's equivocation in this this – and his, what I believe, uh, especially if they lose the NFC Championship game, is his last season 
with uh, the Green Bay Packers. So that's that's a little strange to be in there because I mean, it's it it's hard. It's different than two thousand eight. It's different than two thousand eight, and I I can't put a finger on it. Maybe it's because. Maybe it's because I had a little more sympathy for Favre. You know, I know he he kept playing these games of retire, come back, retire, come back. And I mean, I just, I, I was younger too, right? Like when he cries about how much he loves football and everything, like, I mean, that tugs at my heart, right? And so I had a little more sympathy with him than I do with Aaron, who, I mean, I'm getting past the point of, believing that the drama is all on me on the media side like and and i'm almost like you're just becoming a distraction for me um which is unfortunate because you're such a good player and you're so good for us but uh, am i willing so am i willing to take l's to lose you know just so i'm free of drama i don't know yet but i don't it's 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 a strange season it's a strange season it, well, maybe not strange is not the word. It's a difficult season for me emotionally. Part of me is like, okay, we're done. Let's move on. And the other part of me is like, please, God, don't be done. Please, God, don't be done. Will you watch Jeopardy, though, if he hosts? I don't really watch Jeopardy now. You know, oh. so, so, yeah, and I really, I didn't watch it when he was on. Shame on me. Shame on me. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll start watching it, you know. I, 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 I really don't know. It depends. You know, it really depends. If my life takes a dramatic shift and I find myself able to sit and watch something for more than 30 minutes. Yeah. I could listen to you talk about Aaron Rodgers all day. I enjoyed that, that, that diatribe, and I, I didn't know that you were that split on on the drama that he brings to the team. I do want to ask, though, as a Cowboys fan, uh, how do you feel about Mike McCarthy? Oh, yeah. Mike McCarthy. Who's he? Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, well, oh, wow. Well, uh, yeah, Super Bowl. I mean, Taylor Lawrence has that, too. Listen, for what listen, it's McCarthy, was, <laughs> McCarthy was great for us for a while there, right? But, I mean, and I really don't know what was going on like there i don't know where the disconnect disconnect really truly like lay because um him and aaron seemed to get along quite well and the relationship was great i'm a little su- i i don't know how i feel with you know i'm okay with him in, in uh dallas like that's that's fine with me that doesn't bother me i don't you know i don't have quite the same sort of emotional attachment to the coaches as i do to um the players um and so you know i'd follow cobb a little bit more you know when he left because he played with us for so long and now he's back with us which is uh its own little uh bit so mike mike mccarthy i don't really give him much thought if i need to um he's a he's a heck of a qb coach like he knows he knows how to work with the qbs i guess right like i mean it it helps that he had Farvan Rogers to play with for a while there, so that uh, that certainly helped. Um, I don't know if Lafleur leaves, if and when Lafleur leaves, maybe I'll be a little more involved because I think Lafleur is a heck of a coach. I, I mean, oh yeah, I, I think he's up there. I think he's uh, you know, 
and I guess I mean I'm sure I'm biased, but yeah. Yeah, when Jim Caldwell left, and when um, Gregson was our GM, I can't remember the other the other coach's name. I was not like, oh man, what are we gonna do without them now? It was very much a good. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm of the mindset like play and play calling is uh, obviously it's important. Obviously, it's 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 part of the game, right? It's the it's the chess of the game, right? But you also have the players. The players make the plays, and so at the end of the day, like I'm gonna focus more of my emotional attachment, however little emotion I have to give to to men I have no knowledge of or relationship with. I'm going to focus more on them than I am on the play caller. Um, unless, you know, unless the play caller seems to be doing very well, in which case then I'll, you know, maybe I'll throw a, throw a little more um, his way, right. As far as attention and, and stuff. Now I won't vote on whether he's the most attractive coach in the NFL, but um, yeah. We weren't going to ask you to. Yeah. Um, oh, good. Oh, good. I just wanted to nix that question right away, guys. I'm not right. going right. to do it. Not getting in that. So take that question off. <laughs> off the table, guys. Off the table. All right. Well, you didn't mention that pre-interview. So, yeah. frankly, it's not very professional of you, Dan. Just remember well, that before we start recording. <laughs> Yeah, this is my first time on, so uh, so you know I'm a little new to the game. Oh. It's my first podcast ever, guys. Oh. Wow! I'm actually going to start a podcast during this podcast too. So if you just don't mind, wow! You know, our very own uh, Munch Squad. Anyone follows my brother, my brother, and me? Nope. Okay, that one's just for me. Um, so Dan, you mentioned you're not one to change your team up. Uh, you are actually one of just, I think it's you and it's Cam and you've had great success. Not a single fab dollar spent. Is this strategy or is this, I'm a very busy Dan. That's a good question. And just remember, right. Dan, you don't have to answer it. Because the the fab rolls over and you don't have to use it. Um, that's, that's a lie. You can't take it, it roll, with you. What are you, you can take it with you. Good, I, those funds are transferable, right? Like that can go into no. my, my daughter's college fund, correct? Yeah, that's why no, I was saving it. No. I was saving it for I was that. Say, yeah. I think if you guys are doing coin. If, if your daughter needs to acquire any free agents in our league, she can do so with that money for a couple more weeks. Yeah, so I, you know, I'm not going to say whether it was strategy or just uh, laziness on my part. I'm going to tell, I will tell you though, I'm, I you know, and this is, maybe this is my personality bleeding into uh, a, a game, right? Which is, is essentially what this comes down to, right? My personality bleeding into a game. If I see something I want to spend money on, then I'll spend money on it. Right, if I, think if I think it's worth wow. it, right? And yeah. so, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll just leave it there, right? I, I, am I going to be the champion of the league? I probably not. If I had to be realistic, right, and humble. I'll tell you what, Dan. But 
but a better chance. I think I'm doing pretty well for not spending the money. So you're doing very good. I think of the top four teams, you are the only one with um, Fab right now, and you have yeah. all of it. So you can easily outbid people if that comes down to it in the playoffs. I all think right, it well, would be a super baller move to just keep all one hundred dollars and just go through the playoffs. No that way. Yeah, I think so. That sounds right. Uh, I'll take your 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 advice there. Yeah, Good. sounds great. Good. Well, with that little bit of shade thrown by Dan, the clouds are coming in, and it's time for the lightning round. There's the thunder. I've got one minute on the clock. Rob, do you want to start us off? Favorite Nicolas Cage movie? Face Off. Extended or regular editions? Extended. Yeah, I know. Did Des Bryant catch it? No, he doesn't. He didn't catch it. That's incorrect, but okay. Favorite D&D class? Wizard. Wizard. Interesting. Shailene Woodley or Olivia Munn? Ooh. Olivia Munn. Most attractive NFL coach? <laughs> uh, Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Why didn't Sam and Frodo just fly on the Eagles to Mordor? Oh, Rob. We answered this last week. Because I, mean, I, I have a better Lord of the, the Eagles don't work like that. They're not around whenever you want them at your beck and call. The movies were terrible at showing that. Like, you got a moth that communicates to the Eagles? Come on, man. Like, that's not in the stories. Like, they, they're flying overhead and they catch sight of Gandalf and the, and the dwarves and the Hobbit. Like, it's not, that's, no, that's not how the Eagles work. This one came in from a listener. Uh, explain to me the true origins of Ungoliant. Was Tolkien specific in his vagueness of her creation, or do you think that this was a thread that he meant to pick up on later in time? Do you agree with the assertion that after she fled to Ered Gorgoroth and birthed all the giant spiders, Shalob included, her insatiable hunger caused her to eat herself? How does this relate to Aaron Rodgers and his hair as it has grown this season? Is that, is that a Zach question? Yes, that is a Zach question, and that's the 100%. correct answer. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's intentionally vague. <laughs> Zach or Tolkien? It's uh, Tolkien, both. Yeah, Zach is oddly specific with that one. All right, that was a great lightning round. Always good to, to talk to you, Dan. And um, let's talk playoffs. All right. Okay, what are those? When is that happening? Is that this week? That, no, that's me. Um, no, this is the I'm last kidding. week of the regular season. We talked about it before, Dan. Don't worry about the playoffs, Dan. They're not, it's not a yeah, thing. All right, so here's the seeding determination. It is record, and then total points for, if your t record is tied, and then if your total points for happens to be tied, it goes to points against. So I think we may have lost... Yeah, Dan, yeah. You there. All right, no one told Dan about the playoffs. So, uh, Maniac on down four and Dak at one. You guys can rest your starters this week if you want. Yes, you guys are in. You have secured first round buys. 
Um, there is a little bit of seating. One of you is going to go in as the one. One of you is going to go in as the two. I think that Klein, if both teams win, Klein has it wrapped up. It's going to be the type of thing where uh, Klein has to lose and not make points for Bryson to catch up the two games that he needs. Uh, it, should they tie though Dak at one easily has points for handled so Bryson's gonna have to get a little lucky for this he's gonna need a little help if he wants to take the one seed so that's just about determined I got you Bryson Klein's gonna lose this week Ooh. Uh, no defense only Zool you are locked into the three seed number three baby let's go so you will be playing and then the unreliables are in, but it's possible they could lose the four seed right now. So those are the locks. Maniac and Dak are in as the one and two seed. Uh, no defense, only Zool is in at the three seed. And our guest that went away, Dan, is in, but he could lose some seeding. He's, that four seed is still up for grabs. And then we have four teams that are competing for two spots. And we're going to run through these as quickly as we can, but it's also a little confusing. Dan, how do you feel about uh, clinching that four seed? You need a win or some other teams to lose to keep that four seed, but your team has made the playoffs. How confident do you feel about that? Well, I'd say I'm about 75% confident. I'm, I'm going to be good. I'm going to be good. I know that's a vague. It's, I think I, I I think I stand a good chance. Uh, what I like is that you said I'm seventy five percent confident, but didn't say what you were confident in. Like confident in a win, confident in a loss. Everything. Everything. Uh, win. Win. Strong. Win, strong. Of course, a win. Right. Like that would be great. Yeah. Win. That would be great. Win. Win would be great. Yeah. That is correct. And you are up against uh, Dak at one. Currently projected to win, but Bryson may not have made some roster moves or some uh, lineup moves. So we'll see about that. Oh, I, I know for a fact he hasn't. You've already scouted the DNB team. I, I mean, I've, I've been looking. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be watching. It'll, it'll come. It'll come. Probably wait till like Sunday, you know, 30 minutes before the games start. But I'll be what? there if he plays those type of psychological games just to give you hope all week and then crush you a little bit more on Sunday morning. Yeah, uh, well, I'll be waiting for him. I'll be waiting for you, Bryson. I'll be waiting. So we have four teams competing for two spots in the playoffs. After beating me, Hot Chub Time Machine is competing. Major Competence is competing. Make America Great Again is completing. And um, the team with Aaron Rodgers in their name, I don't even know what it is now. Uh, it, they are all vying for some kind of playoff spot. Now, Hot Chip Time Machine, if they actually start people, <laughs> um, and beat Major Competence, which they're projected to do so far, then they're in. And that's all they have to do. They control their own destiny. So set your lineup. That's part of controlling your own destiny, Greg. I think that's what makes Greg the biggest dark horse in this group of four is will Greg set his lineup? 
Or not, because he, he beat you and he beat me without, I think, without running backs in both scenarios. So Okay. We, we may have to have a discussion with Greg, because that's, that's at least two weeks without setting a lineup. So that's um, going to get a... He's well, already hey. kicked out of the league. I'm not going to kick him out of the playoffs. So. Maybe it wasn't Greg. I don't want to get Greg in trouble. I didn't mean to tell on him. Oh, he's in trouble. No, no, no. He's Greg, if you're listening, this is, this is Steven. Greg, don't. if you're listening, you're in trouble. Um, um, if now major competence also controls their own destiny they play hot chub time machine if hot chub time machine loses if major competence wins then they are in so someone is in after this game we know that for a fact now is that how games work I mean, generally, one team will lose and one team will win. If they tie, it's all thrown into question. Sorry, I'm trying to make done. up for, for, for falling out of uh, the podcast here, so I got to take some time up with speaking. Uh, make America is in if they win and Hot Chub Time Machine loses. So Ryan is in if Greg loses and they win. It could come down to a tiebreaker in points. And, I, and in doing research for today, fun fact about Make America Great Again, their points for and points against are separated by only 16 hundredths of a point. Wow. Yes, that is crazy. I've never seen that. And then the real dark horse, this could technically happen. I'm going to say it, luckiest team in the league. Uh, oh, man. If Aaron Rodgers wins and Major Competence and Make America both lose, then the team with Aaron Rodgers in its name is in the playoffs, despite being worst in the league by power ranking. It just goes to show there is no justice. Cam also has the... Uh... The line, did he set his lineup against you last week, Dan? Did you play him? Who? Aaron Rodgers owns you or is... Uh, I think it's Aaron Rodgers is now. Is. He just, he just is. I, fo- just I follow his team name. <laughs> I follow his team names quite... Uh, I probably follow him closer than, than Aaron Rodgers' social media accounts. So That's probably... That's probably just good. Yeah, 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 I, I do. I, I get a kick out of that team name change whenever it comes. So, <laughs> the Aaron Rodgers owns you was one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I think I played him last week. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, it's another one of those. Yeah, but, dark yeah, horses. yeah. He didn't. Uh, he didn't really set up his uh, some guys who were out for buy that week. So, yeah, such as Aaron. and then he had an empty spot. So, I mean, a very heroic victory for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Half of his team is out. <laughs> like, yeah. straight up out. Oh, that's rough. That's really rough. I think some people may have been opting for the tank strategy, and it hasn't worked out for them because I can be the third scorer in the league and just play the first scorer Don't. time and time and time again. Don't read into that too much, Stephen. Don't. I just wouldn't recommend it. No, it's not good for me to think about that. And then there is one last interesting matchup in the league this week, and that is 
Alex and I this week play each other. Absolute Zeros versus the Lovable Losers. And it is a battle for the first pick. The winner of this matchup will get pick two. The loser of this matchup will get the first pick in the draft next year. Wow. To be honest with you, I'm following this game closer than my own. <laughs> like I'm really, I'm really interested in the result here, and I think, I mean, it's going to reverberate throughout the league. It's gonna, it's gonna be amazing to watch. So, if you watch any game other game, game other than your own this week, it's going to be interesting. Um, I have my full complement of starters. Uh, he has a couple of buys. Um, I've felt good about so many games this year, and it doesn't matter how I feel about games. My team finds new and creative ways to lose. <laughs> if this so, was televised, this would be a Thursday night football game, wouldn't this? It would. It might get flexed to an afternoon spot. Okay. If by a Thursday okay. night game you mean you're interested in the teams that are there and the outcome, but you have to stay up late and it's probably going to be boring and disappoint you, then yes, it's yeah. a Thursday night game. Yep. Uh, I meant, is it going to be airing on Amazon Prime? That's what I meant, but okay. <laughs> uh, no, no, we're still working on that TV contract with Amazon Prime. Okay, good. All right. They're interested. They contacted us, much like Jack Black did. Cat. Yeah, it's a good thing you're cute. He scratches the carpet and then he rolls onto his belly like, I was just doing this. You're Dan? All right. Yes. Dan does that. I had to get onto it a lot when I was his RA. And yeah, it was a big problem of mine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. At, least not, at least none of your residents peed on a door that I know of. Wait, oh. is that one of the things? That... Oh, Lord. What happened? Steven, I, I had all sorts of shenanigans as an RA. All sorts of shenanigans. Nerd was nerd was crazy. <laughs> Those guys were nuts. Somebody uh, peed on a door? On the hall, I had friends that on the hall, Dan went on to RA, and they will not tell me some of the things that they did to drive Dan crazy. Well, yeah, if it's if it's Tim Bishop in particular, he probably feels ashamed. The funny thing is I probably feel a little shame too for how I responded, but I'm narcoleptic and he woke me up, so I feel confident saying Tim Bishop does not feel ashamed. <laughs> you know what, you're probably right. Yeah. He's one of my he's one of my very good friends. I play D&D with him every week. He was at my house this weekend. He does not feel ashamed. <laughs> yeah, I retract my statement. I feel ashamed. Uh, I feel ashamed for both of us. That's that's a more accurate statement. <laughs> All right. Um, playoff predictions. Who, Which two teams are going to be the last two teams in? I am going uh, straight from my power rankings. I think that Competence and Comerica are going to be the last two teams in. I, uh, I roll with Greg. I believe in Greg's team. Greg's one of the options, right? Yes, Greg is Hot Chub Time Machine. If nothing Greg else, we believe in his team name. Greg and Make America. Dan, do you have any? I mean, these are very yeah. well teams that you and Rob will be playing in the playoffs. As yeah, the yeah. You know, you know. I'd, I'd love, I'd love to say that it's going to be me all the way, right? But I mean, there's a reason my team is called the Unreliables. 
You know what? I, I, I still feel a little burned, not as much as you do, Stephen, but uh, I'm going to go hot, ch- hot Chub time machine all the way. All right. Oh. You think Hot Chub's going to get in? Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. And that, and that is not looking at stats or anything. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going with what sounds great right now. I like you it. Know. And a Hot Chub sounds great. So that if he does it, then I get to go. Yeah. I mean, what? guys, I was, I was a genius. So, all right. So, that is our discussion of the upcoming playoff race. Um, we have the three and likely four seeds with us tonight. So, it was good talking to you guys and getting some insights. Is there anyone on there that you would like to play next week? Someone that you feel very confident that your team could take on? Uh, Dan, you go first. The first day, I'd uh, just like to say, Dan, we did cancel the playoffs this this season, so don't right, listen okay. to this. This is all just hypothetical, like what okay, if that's right. next that's season right. we have the playoffs. That's uh, good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Answer. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Who, who are the other guys in the Inart League? Uh, we have Hot Chub Time Machine, <laughs> which is Greg, Major Competent. Yeah which is Andrew make America is Ryan and Aaron Rodgers is cam. Yeah. You know what? I'd love, I'd love to go against cam again. I think, be, I think, that'd be great. I think that's a good answer. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Cam, you have at least two fans rooting for you this week because they want to beat you subsequently. No, no, no. I think everyone's good. That was Dan who said that you were, they wanted to play against you. I don't, I don't really appreciate that, Dan. But... All right. By way of announcements, uh, next Tuesday. Oh, I say seven, not seven thirty. Seven on there. Was that... <laughs> what? Were you looking for a response, Rob? Is it? To yeah. what? No, I was just trying yeah. to, you know, you know, no. Okay. To what? Like whatever bears may be there. That's what Rob does. There's no, right, okay. there's no poking. Throw a little no nugget out there for me to grab at it. Okay. Not today. Dikembe what? Mutombo. Let's. Oh, I, I could offer you Taylor Heineke again. Seven o'clock next Tuesday. <laughs> Come drop in. We'll be playing some party games. We'll be on Discord. We'll be ignoring all Taylor Heineke talk to focus. On the Christ child instead. Hey, can I have Matt Stafford? Oh, put Rob in an awkward situation. <laughs> wow. Uh, as always, bring your own nog. Did you have a question, Dan? No, no. Oh, no. I, thought, I thought you said you did. No, no. No questions. Thanks, guys. Right. Thanks for having me on. Always a good time talking to you, Dan. It's yeah, been good to catch up. Most boring person in the world. No. I I mean... Listen, what you do is you undersell yourself. So that when you show up, they're like, wow, that guy, wow. He was not the most boring person in the world. We've learned a lot. We've learned about recreational base. We learned that you have taken up woodworking. I meant to ask, what's your favorite thing that you've made as a woodworker? Or as a carpenter? So uh, I made a music stand. Ooh. 
Yeah, I, I, I showed I you pictures, but I have yeah. no way of getting them off. I'm old, remember, so I have no way of getting them off the phone and showing you on whatever this is that I'm looking at right now. So, or I'd show you, I would. Maybe someday when I work out the chat. Maybe someday when I figure out how to chat with you guys on the on the on the thing. If you can you know, figure the, out how the Discord app works, yeah, post a picture yeah, of your uh, your yeah, fine woodwork right. in the off-topic right. channel. That's right. How do I reply this? Why isn't my reply <laughs> showing exactly right on what's going on here? So what's a what's a GIF? Do you raise your glasses like that when you're trying to figure it out what's going I'm fogging. on? Here? I don't know if you can tell I'm fogging. Oh, I don't are know you? why. Yeah, my glasses are fogging. We've always Did said you, you were a very breathy talker. Really? No. Did I say that? I did, know. I, did I say that? I'm just messing with you. By the way, I don't. I I don't know if we're still. I don't want to keep you guys. Oh, you're but one good. thing I was thinking about, Stephen, was one of the first conversations we had was 2008. I came into your room and you said, "What are your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers?" And it's yeah. funny because now we're having a conversation. What are your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers staying? Or what are your thoughts about the Packers altogether? It's, it's it was funny to kind of watch that go full circle. Do that a full may have circle. Been, on um, I don't know. I that was the year that I drafted Tom Brady, and it was the year that Tom Brady was out all year. And so I'm wondering if I wasn't trying to do some scouting and uh, find a replacement. Or something well, you like came that. to the right guy. I know yeah. all there is to know about the football. At the Packers organization, we would have talked before that, though. We talked 1919. About no, yeah, uh, we we did. I'm sure we did, but uh, that's the first one you remember. Yes, it's funny yeah. how it does come full circle like that. It brings it here to your eye, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And in all that time, Tony Romo has has come and gone. Wow. No longer with Jessica Simpson, so that Trump is uh, gone by now, you know. Or that that ended a long time ago, as did his career. So Wow. Well, he's got a pretty good second act going. And I think he could have a third if he ever wanted to get into professional golf, you know. So right. Right. Yeah. he dated uh with Carrie Underwood after that. He actually ended up marrying someone from my high school. So it's interesting. There you go. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He is greatness.